Welcome to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your host, motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Be sure to check out Greg at www.gregdwyer.com. That's www.gregdwyer.com. Now on to our show. Take it away, Greg. Well, we are 21 days into the new year. Today is January 21st. 2024. I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but this is a live broadcast. I don't know if you realize this. It's kind of uh, shocking. By February, people who set New Year's Eve resolutions in December of the following year have failed by February 1st. Around Groundhog Day, you know, the first or the second, 80% of the people that set out to do something new have failed. And I heard, you know, by the end of the year, end of 2024, only 8% of the people that have said they want to change their finances or their relationships or their health or whatever it is, make it to the end of the year by doing something. I've heard the number as low as two, by the, by the way, that only 2% have the courage, the focus to get things done. So today we're going to talk about the flaw of perfectionism, and it kind of ties in because here's what I think. This is just a theory. I don't know if it's true. That when people fall off the wagon or when people, you know, make mistakes when it comes to what they want, they just go, ah, forget about it, and then they just quit. Rather than, you know, making a mistake and you just get back on, you continue doing um, better, you know. I, I think, you know, if you're looking for perfectionist tendencies, it's kind of, impossible it's very difficult in fact it was it was a thought that i had today that i was going to write in the title the flaw of perfectionism and just spell the word perfectionism wrong on purpose it it just was a thought that i had uh but i'm sure people would have pointed that out but but this is the point this is what i'm what i'm getting across here is when people make mistakes they tend to just throw in the towel too quickly And I think what it requires is patience, patience, yeah, patience. Um, And I think people think that things are going to happen overnight. I I always remember my father saying, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and he kind of instilled that in me. This idea, okay, if you're working towards a goal, you're working towards a resolution, or you're looking to improve your life, and it doesn't happen overnight, that's okay. Now, you're listening to somebody that doesn't really have a lot of patience, but in this area, I do. I do have a lot of patience for goals, and I have a lot of patience towards making things happen because I realize that it doesn't happen overnight. And I also realize that the reason why I think people throw in the towel is because they don't see the results immediately. You know, right now it's January, and the sun's going down here in Connecticut, about 4.30, 5 o'clock, I'm not sure exactly, but every single day as we're moving closer and closer to spring, you know, the sun's out a little more, but you don't notice it that much. It's so gradual, and I think it's the same way with our goals, and there's also what what I've heard uh, people say, and I've said it as well, there's lag time. You know, you do something, and you don't necessarily see the results immediately. You can go to the gym on January 3rd, You may not see the results. It takes time, and and that does require patience. So 
Today's title is The Flaw of Perfectionism. The quote that I want to share with you is, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. And that was said by Chester, Chesterton. And uh, it, it d- definitely sums up this, this thought here. If, if you have something you want to work on, you, you realize, you got to realize that it's not going to be perfect. Never going to be perfect. I remember the first time I did a television show, and the reason why I'm thinking about this is because I'm going into the studio Monday, the 22nd, um, and I haven't been in the studio in years, because the first time I ever did a studio taping, it was lousy. It was absolutely lousy. It was, it was terrible. It, it was very bad. And I remember going into the studio and recording it, and unfortunately, if you go to my YouTube site, you can still see it. It's still up there. And it's this idea that, you know, perfection isn't something we're going to have. And if we have it, it's not going to last very long. I remember listening to a um, comedian talking about this topic, and he mentioned Johnny Carson. And he mentioned that, you know, when he goes on television or when he used to go on television to do The Tonight Show, some things would work out really well and some things would not work out at all. And he would tell people like David Letterman, as bad as you thought it was, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Or if you think it was great, it also wasn't that great either. So all of these imperfections that we have around this, we we tend to blow it out of proportion. Now, if you go to YouTube and you look at Gregory Dwyer and you you search around for my first video that I did in the studio, the television studio, it's it's horrendous. It's absolutely horrid. I'm embarrassed by it. But it got better. You know, the more I went into the studio, the more it just became second nature. And people would say to me, boy, you know, it's like you were born to do this. And the same thing when I interview people on this podcast, a lot of times it just happens. We have rapport. We just start talking and it just flows naturally. I was talking to a friend the other day and he says, like, I don't know how much you prepare when you interview a guest, but it seems to just flow naturally. That took time. And time is what we have. And I think the reason why a lot of people don't venture to do something is because, number one, I don't think they have patience. That's the first. And second of all, it's this flaw of perfectionism. They want it to be perfect, absolutely perfect. I I know um, I have a friend of mine, a couple friends of mine that are artists, and and they'll say that one of the things an artist would do is, you know, paint a picture, draw a picture, do some kind of piece of art, and they put a little bit of imperfection into it because we are all imperfect. None of us are perfect. You know, even things we see on television, it might have taken 10 or 20 takes, right? Or a photograph that we see on a magazine, it could be airbrushed, it could be edited, right? Or we look at social media and we see, you know, how great a person's life is and we don't realize that there's more behind the scenes than what you see. And I think this idea of perfectionism stops many people. So I'm going into the studio tomorrow. i got two guests, Chris Langle. The other one is Susan Wheeler. And we're not going to prepare, not at all. I'm going to get mic'd up and just sit in the chair and talk and see how it goes, have a mindful conversation. And that's after years of doing that. And then you have some people that think, okay, well, I'm going to do something and it's going to happen naturally and everything's going to be perfect. And that's not true, not true at all. 
I think the reason why people don't venture out and continue past making mistakes when it comes to either New Year's resolutions or anything is because they tie it with their self-esteem. It's like, oh, if I make a mistake, people are going to laugh at me or I'm going to be humiliated or what do people think of me? And if you have all of those thoughts, those limited beliefs, what, what tends to happen is you don't try anything. You just, you kind of, like a turtle, you stay back in your shell and you don't do anything at all because you're worried about what other people are thinking. You're worried about not being perfect. The other day I was watching the old movie with Gene Wilder. It's Willy Wonka. And I've seen it before. I think it came out in the 60s. I remember seeing it with my, my parents. But one of the things that jumped out at me about the character of Willy Wonka is that he's indifferent to the opinions of others, right? If you watch the movie, okay, maybe he's empathetic, maybe he's caring in some regard, but it's pretty clear to me that he's indifferent. He's indifferent to the opinions of other people. People have opinions. You know, it's like, no, my mom uses it all the time. It's like nose, a nose on a person's face. Every single person has an opinion about everything, right? And you can't necessarily change everybody's opinion. And if you're going to get stopped by that, it's going to hold you back. There's a woman that has a podcast uh, online. It's on YouTube. And she was posting the other day that she was concerned about haters, you know, people that were criticizing what she was doing. And she was kind of like letting that all go and, and sharing that online. And people just said, let, let, let dogs bark. You know, dogs only bark at moving cars. Just ignore the people that hate you. Ignore the people that don't want to listen to you. Just let them go. And I think there's something to that, this idea that you're not going to please everybody. It's totally impossible. And maybe you just create your art and you don't worry about the opinions of other people. The other person that comes to mind is Seth Godin. I listened to a broadcast that he did many years ago, and he talked about art and creating art, whether that's writing a book or singing a song or putting on a podcast or doing a television show or putting on a speech. doesn't matter. Whatever your thing is, he said there's a, there's a point where you create it, right? And then there's a point where you launch it. You launch it out into the world. And that's kind of a scary thing because you don't know how people are going to react. Are people going to like it? Or are they not going to like it? Um, and you have to launch it. You can't just, you know, work on a script. Uh, I've been in a community of people that do speaking and lectures and motivational speaking, and it's a group of people. And what do a lot of people do? They just sit back and they rewrite, rewrite their script over and over again, and they, they perfect every single word. That's great, but there comes a point when you have to get out into the real world and you have to share it. All right, so we're going to take, uh, I'm looking at the time here, we're going to take a fast commercial. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Do you wish you could sharpen your focus on what matters most to you and achieve more? Then you owe it to yourself to read Greg's ebook at gregdwyerebook.com. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. Download it today and give it away. As always, we want to thank you for listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Now back to our show. Take it away, Greg. 
Okay, we're talking about the flaw of perfection. I, I think this hits a lot of people, whether it's a New Year's Eve resolution or if it's anything that somebody wants to, you know, improve on, when they don't see the results immediately, they quit, or they make mistakes, they quit. People are very thin-skinned about a lot of things. And I, I think the secret to success is just to take daily action every single day, which compounds over time, weekly, monthly, and yearly. Um, and not that you're ever going to reach perfection. I think I think it's crazy. I mean, I, maybe just the simple answer is just give up the idea of being perfect because none of us can reach it, right? I mean, you can go to a concert. It could be the best concert. I remember one time I was sitting in an audience of a magic show, and this was a, this was a big show. I mean, this was, uh, you know, Magic of the Stars or something like that. And I remember the opening scene, one of the main uh, things that went on center stage didn't work. Now, I knew it didn't work because I've seen it 100 times. And most people probably didn't recognize that it didn't work. But you know, they brought a woman out on stage, and she was vertical. They put her uh, up on a, a sword, and she was supposed to drop into it. And it was kind of like a penetration kind of thing and then a restoration. It didn't work. It just didn't work. Something Something just didn't happen. They just kept on going, you know. How many people would have noticed that that was a mistake or, you know, how many people would uh, recognize that as a failure? Well, maybe some of the people beat themselves up and they, or they said, hey, tomorrow's another show. I, I heard rumors. I, I know these are true, but I heard rumors that David Letterman, after uh, the late night with David Letterman, the late show on CBS, he would, he would drive home 10, 11 o'clock at night and just beat himself up about, you know, what went on with the, uh, the interview. Was it great? Was it not good? And, you know, all these years later, he's like, man, I just I worried myself sick about nothing. It was just a, it was just a television show. So <clears throat> every person, I think, struggles with this. And I think the reason why they do struggle with it is because they tie it to their self-esteem. Like, if I give a good presentation, then I feel good about myself. If something goes wrong, I feel bad about myself. I, I remember last year I gave a presentation up in Massachusetts. I don't want to get into the details, but the ending didn't work according to the way I rehearsed it. It just didn't, right? And I got to tell you, um, it was probably a low point for me as far as audience reaction. One woman came up to me and she said, hey, you might want to take that out of your lecture. That didn't really go well. And I remember driving home literally thinking to myself, I just don't want to do this anymore. I just don't. I just don't want to do this anymore. And it lasted It, it lasted 24 hours, and now I laugh about it. Like, I could care less right now. I, it's just a memory. I can watch the video. I remember the emotional state that I was in. But what I'm sharing with you is things went wrong, and I connected it to my self-esteem. Willy Wonka, indifferent, indifferent to the opinions of others, indifferent, I would say, to the outcome of things. I think most people don't reach their potential because they're looking for perfection. They're looking for perfection. And the more you look for perfection, um, you're going to be afraid that you're not perfect and then you're not going to venture out. So anything worth doing is worth doing badly. I, I really do. This is not just theory, just not theory, and I'll tell you why. When I started in 2016 putting on lectures, the first lecture that I put on was for a church in Hicksville, New York. It was called The Magic of Communication. It was about an hour long. It had about 12 effects or magic tricks in it and a little bit of motivational speaking. And it went over well. I'm not saying it was bad. Um, it was good. It's 
not something I would do today, but I had to start. I had to start in 2016 with what I had, right? So I put together this presentation. I put together an outline. I wrote it. I presented it. Uh, we videotaped it. I got feedback from other people. People seemed to like it. Was it perfect? No, it, it wasn't perfect. And from 2016 to 2024, a lot has changed. And what has changed is I have been able to get out there and to give the presentation at different venues over and over again to work on the routine, to work on the speech, and then offstage, work on the thoughts and edit it. Back in 2016, I did this magic of communication, but around 2020, when the whole COVID uh, happened, I stopped, like a lot of people did. And then out of that came the magic or the uh, magic, I guess I called it the magic of focus. That went through an evolution of three years. So if you take four years before COVID and three years after COVID, that's seven years. So it took me literally seven years to work out the kinks or to work out the pattern or to work out the script or work out the outline. You'd say, wow, that's a long time. Yes, and I think one of the big reasons why is because I was in my head. Uh, in 2022, I decided to take this out on the road in the tri-state area, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New York. And I, I must have had like 35, 40 shows. Remember just being on the road for, for days or, you know, weeks. And all I did, and this is literally what I did, is I went out there, I gave the presentation that I could at the thinking that I had at that time, and then I recorded it. And then I went back to my hotel room, I watched the video, I took notes, and I said, okay, I like this, I don't like this, I want to change this, I want to be clear on this. And then the very next day, I was able to go out again and do it again. You know, I had stage time, stage time, stage time, stage time, stage time. I just kept on doing it over and over again. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like practicing in front of a real audience. There's nothing like getting out there with your craft or whatever you want to work on and making it happen, even if it's just small baby steps, because it's in the process of throwing perfection out, out the window that you're going to get better. You know, case in point, here it is January. I had the opportunity to give three performances this month. The first I did in Watertown and I did with note cards. I just said to the audience, I said, this is my first presentation for 2024. I've added some new material and I simply have these cards. It's not that I don't know the material. I just want to present everything to you so that you don't miss anything. And so I had note cards and I filmed it and I thought, you know, that went really well. Like I had a, uh, what do you call it? A, a drop box or a, uh, what do you call it? A, a net to, to, to make sure that I would cover all of the points, which I did. And I liked it so much, the next presentation I did two weeks later, which was about a week ago, I decided to just take the index cards and put them on the floor as far as numbering the different marks that I had to hit and with the, the made points that I had to talk about. And I got to tell you, it was, it was wonderful. Like I watched the video the next day and I absolutely loved it. Was it perfect? No, I don't think so. I don't think it was perfect, but it's a lot better than it was in 2022.
a lot better than 2022. And the progress happened because I wasn't tied to perfectionism. And, you know, the other thing is it's never going to be perfect. So I think if we can just get rid of this idea that things have to be perfect and realize that it has nothing to do with our self-esteem and we can throw that out the window and realize that whatever I'm producing here, it's not about me. It's simply about what I'm presenting to the world. And it, it could be anything. It could be health. It could be your finances. I was talking to somebody the other day about, about money management. We happened to get into this conversation on Long Island. And he did this for many, many years. And he says, I got to tell you, he says, people can make thousands of dollars in the market and they'll feel good for about, I don't know, five minutes. He says, but if they lose, they're going to feel bad for a week and they're going to get out of the market. He says, I've seen it my whole career. And then he went on to say that, you know, what happens is people jump back into the market when they open up a newspaper and they, they find that the market is doing really well. It's amazing how emotions play out with this idea of winning and losing and perfectionism. You know, the secret, I think, in fact, I was listening to Anthony Robbins yesterday. He was doing an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. He says, you know, the secret is to just be in the market and, and to purchase and, and not to be in and out all the time uh, and, and trying to be perfect and trying to win all the time because it's, it's absolutely not possible to do that. So perfectionism, if it's tied to your self-esteem, it's going to cause some problems. The other problem is going to be procrastination. If you find yourself just simply procrastinating, you know, saying, okay, I know I said I was going to do this this year, but I'm not doing it. Look, look for this thing of perfectionism. It could be the thing that's holding you back. You know, this idea that you're feeling bad if you look bad or something's going to go wrong and it's not going to be perfect. Just get rid of that mentality. Realize that, you know, when you're watching a movie, it might have gone through hundreds of edits and takes, or you're watching a commercial, you're watching a play. You know, they've gone through many, many, many mistakes to get to where they are. Or you're looking at a magazine and you're looking at a photo and you think, wow, this is absolutely perfect. It's not. It's the illusion of perfection. Even, I guess, today with our social media, you know, there's so many problems because people think, oh, my gosh, look at what this person is doing. You know, everything is going fine for them. And in reality, we don't know what's behind the surface. The other thing is if you push yourself so much, so much, it can lead to burnout. You know, it's like, I'm only going to do this if I can be perfect at it. And, and um, you know, you do it over and over again until you get to the point where you simply just burn out. I think you just can't take it seriously. You know, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing badly, you know, and just realize <laughs> that you're not perfect. Don't let perfection hold you back. Don't let trying to be perfect be an issue for you because you're never going to get there. You know, perfection, you probably have heard this before, perfection is a very low standard. It's the one thing that will keep you from doing anything, you know. I've said this before, you probably heard it before, 
we have 45 to 65,000 thoughts every single day. These are patterns, and these patterns keep us in our comfort zone. We think the same thoughts. You know, people who study this say we have about 50% of our life is on autopilot, like, like the movie Groundhog Day. And I think a lot of it is because we just simply want comfort. We're, we're afraid to go out and do different things. We're afraid to eat different food or meet different people or change jobs or careers, you know, meet people or whatever it is or, or, or try to get to the next level. And I think what holds us back is we simply want to stay inside our comfort zone because we don't want to look bad. We don't want to feel bad. We don't want to think that we're not perfect because we might make a mistake. You know, Tony Robbins says it this way, how long would you give your baby time to walk? Well, you'd say, yeah, okay, no big deal. I'm going to let my baby, you know, try again and again and again until he or she walks. Something happens when we become adults. You know, we become adults and we think, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to do a TV show and it's got to be perfect. Or I'm going to write a book and it's got to be perfect. Or I'm going to put together a speech, you know, and it's got to be perfect. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be perfect, you know. And and the other thing I, I think that holds a lot of people back as well as perfectionism is they just don't have the patience. They, you know, they don't have the patience to realize you've got to go through the process. It, it doesn't matter what you're, you're looking to do, whether it's to shape your body or to shape your finances or to be in a relationship. It takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, we, we think that, oh, gosh, look at these people, what, what they have, and they had it overnight, overnight success. You know, it's... It's crazy. You know, it's not an overnight success. The other day I was watching my video from Long Island. I didn't have one um or, or any kind of, you know, mistakes as far as what a Toastmaster would say as far as, you know, uh, verbal tics. It just, you know, the, the whole lecture was just very smooth. I'm not saying it was perfect, but that comes from years of thinking about the lecture and of practicing silently, not silently, yeah, I guess silently in my head, in the car, as I'm driving to an event, looking at my notes, obsessing about what I'm going to say. But it's also, you know, years of being in front of an audience from the 70s of being a magician. You know, people think, oh my gosh, you know, you're able to do this really easily. Oh yeah, really easily. But what they don't realize is every single time that I go out and I speak publicly, no matter what the venue is, I'm still gaining experience in front of an audience, and I'm getting more comfortable, more experience, and that's what it takes. It, it's, you know, if you want to be perfect, stay home and do nothing. If you want to be perfect, don't be on social media. If you want to be perfect, don't create anything and share it with the world because there, there are going to be people that say this is rubbish, right? And you've got to be able to handle that. And I, I, I tell you, I, you know, for the last couple of days, I've been singing that song from Willy Wonka. I think you've got to get to the point where you're just going to work on these things and you have to be completely, completely indifferent to the opinions of other people because every single person out there has an opinion. So just to recap, if you're finding yourself moving forward three, four steps and then taking two steps back, or you're feeling that you want to quit, 
you know, on your New Year's resolutions or whatever you want to do in your life. Maybe it's this flaw of perfectionism that's creeping in that's saying, you know, who do you think you are? You're going to look foolish. It's tied to your self-esteem. Uh, it's not going to work out immediately. You know, if, if I could show you my videos from my earliest talks back in, you know, six years ago, I would be completely embarrassed. I would laugh. But I got to tell you, it took all of those times to work on this lecture called The Magic of Focus. It just simply wouldn't be there uh, now if it weren't for all of those experiences. So hopefully this encouraged you. I would say, you know, I always think of this quote by Jerry Seinfeld. He says, there's not a lot of greatness in the world today because there's not a lot of focus, right? Well, be focused and be great. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Check out Greg at gregdwyer.com. Be sure to download his ebook at gregdwyerebook.com to stay focused on what matters most to you. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. We want to thank you for listening. Now go make a difference in your world. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.